Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to another, another, another church on Censor with Pastor Tracy. And my friends are on the line. Um, 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 some good friends of mine. We had the last time, you know, many of you have heard of Dean before, man. Myself and Dean did a podcast. Um, he is very um, resolute and aggressive in his thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you say that? <laughs> and uh, you know, Dean, Dean and I are, are, are we are like thinkers. You know, we we just say it as it yeah. is. You know, and then we have Vanessa all the way in Jamaica from the For Your Glory ministry. That's it, that's it, right? That's it, Vanessa. For God's glory only ministry. For God's glory only. So, only. Oh. That's right. Yes, I have one month of devotion to do with those people. I have some other people that won't log on. They might not say anything or they might tune in, you know. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I'm going to be doing one month of devotion for them in Jamaica. Pray for me. But I'm Dean, I'm going to link you. Um, Chris, I'm going to link you to help me to do a week or a couple of days. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we talk. We'll talk some more. My pleasure, man. My yeah, you fine. know, to do a, a week. But I'm going to tell you how it do. We talk after. Tennis, if tennis, I want to be from France and say, Je ne parle pas And speak in tongue. Baby. Oh, <laughs> and then we have Tunisia up the top from all the way in France. And we have Chris wow. there, all the way from Scarborough. Um, welcome Bonsoir. to all. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> it's, it's like after midnight for me, so it's yes, so yes, that's good. Yes. yes, and I have to get up early in the morning for church, very early too. Oh, I'm, I, I I'm getting up in another four hours. I'm uh-huh. going to pray, sleep, and get up in so, another four hours. So, wow. this day is a very interesting topic. Um... I had the thought, but um, Tanisha and Chris, uh, we were talking about, um, Dini should have been on the last, we were talking about female bishop. We are going to have a part mm-hmm. to bring you on because that was a fiery thing, you know, with, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the women who want to be called bishops, you know, boy, I mean, I tell you, Master, God, of God, yeah? Ah, and then yeah, we, yeah. We, we branched off and we're going to be dealing with today is Christianity more cultural or traditional? <laughs> than biblical is christianity more cultural or traditional than biblical and we're going to be launching from this scripture um the bible says i beseech you therefore brethren romans chapter 12 by the mercies of god that you present your bodies living sacrifices holy and acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service and be not come to this world. Everybody know that scripture, that's right? The one, that's the one. That's the one. And be about uh, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then in Mark chapter seven verse thirteen, it says Jesus talking to the guys, and he says, "Your your traditions have made the word of God of none effect." In and other translation, effect. this and I'm paraphrasing other translation. They said that guys. Um, more elevate your tradition than what God has to say about the thing. And Jesus says, upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And we're going to be looking at some stuff that I believe um, church, it's more cultural. And and there are a lot of things that we're doing is more cultural than anything else. You know, like I said, I am a church of God person, but if I go to a Catholic church, they behave different. And, you know, um, culture has to do with a social thinking, social social construct and all kind of thing. 
And if I go to a Pentecostal church or Jesus only, they behave different. And if you go to a, a Seventh-day church, they behave different. Every church environment has a culture or subculture from the Christian culture. And, and so I want to launch start with Dean because Dean is going to be jumping out soon to go to another meeting. But Dean, do you think that the Christian church, the church now is more cultural than biblical? And if so, why? Um, first of all, I would, I would, first of all, yeah, yeah, first of all, I would, I would, I got, I got to give a definition of the word culture because a culture, one of the definitions of culture is it's, it's a, it's a, a predetermined or prescribed way of doing things. It's the way yeah. we do things. That's, that's, so, so if, if we leave the definition there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because every, um, environment has its own culture, uh, you know, home, um, um, nationalities, um, subgroups and nationalities all do things, you know, culturally in a certain way. Um, the, the, the real question is, are the cultures and the traditions in line with what the word of God says? That's why so I said, the answer it, to the question, we, it, and I use the word church, I'm not talking... So everybody yeah. has culture, but I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. are we, are we up the church now? Shouldn't the church be operating from a biblical perspective versus how my, in other words, the culture should not determine what the Bible said. The Bible should shape the culture. So 100%. So, yeah. So 100%. I'm asking the question because a lot of things that we do is not really in Bible, you know, but we're doing it. Because we, because, and, and, and we look, it asked me to define culture. And I see here culture really is a set of customs, art, social, achievement, yeah. nation, people. So, and, and really it, it boils down to social because everything is social. So, let me say this. I, I, I wish I could stay longer, guys. Um, I would love to, 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 to continue. Um, the answer is no, no, we don't. We don't do things the way um, the Bible lays it out uh, for one and many reasons. I think we touched on this last time. I think at the root of it is that we've done things in some environments so long this way that we feel that this is how it's supposed to be done. I know I've grown up into things that I questioned in immaturity, not understanding them, but thinking, hey, well, if if the elders do it this way, if my mom, my parents do it this way, then it must be the right way to do it because after all, we're in church, right? This is how I used to think about certain things. But the second half of it is that I think there's the reason that we do things that way is because we haven't taken the time to find out exactly what the Bible says about how we're supposed to live our life. Um, that's my observation. There's a lot of people in church that don't know what the word of God says. There's a lot of preachers preaching the gospel that don't really know what the word of God. And I'm not throwing shade. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm telling you, I've seen it. People preach things. They say things. They, they, they mix it with anecdote. They mix it with their own experience. It doesn't line up with the word of God. But because the people who are listening actually don't know what the word of God says themselves, they're not able to to decipher and say, hold on a minute. That is not how it's supposed to go. 
Um, so that, that's one of the things I see. But yes, to answer your question in a nutshell, um, or rather I should say, no, we don't do things uh, uh, um, the way the Bible says we should. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. So then you're saying that we, so this is how I would put it. We have a certain set of way how we do things, but what we try to do is color our behavior. Yes, Vanessa, yes, thank you. We try to fit yes. a scripture to color our behavior because to say that the Bible sanctions it. But when you read the Bible, the Bible is saying something completely opposite of what how we behave. And, and that is where the confusion comes in. Let me give one example. Um, um, and, and I love to use it, love to use this example. When I just came to church, sis, um, Vanessa know this person, this person. There's a lady by the name of Sister Gilvey. And when Sister Gilvey, the spirit comes upon her, she would say, Ah, you sir. And she loved to say, Ah, you sir, and all them things. But then after a while, I see the people in the same culture start to say, Ah, you sir. So I am there as a young convert not understanding the tongues and not understanding all these things and hear the ayosa in the thing and and asking the question are they speaking are using sister gilvy tongues isn't the spirit you know and, can I, and they start can to I say something quickly? And, and, and i got confused yeah yeah can i say something quickly to that yeah i've seen that a myriad of time in my church myriads of times to the point where people will make fun of it right as, as young as young Christians, young people. But can I say this? Um, the Bible says that, you know, um, those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God, right? If you have a desire for the Spirit of God to lead you, He will lead you even when you're not aware that He's leading you. And what I, what I say by that is that what you're saying I can identify with, because I heard some things like that. And in my, in my head, I'm seeing it and I'm saying... Wow. But in my heart, something is telling me something is off. But I don't know. I can't put it into words. I can't articulate it. There's nobody around to to necessarily um, ask. I mean, how you how do you even broach that? How, how, how would you broach a subject like that with somebody, you know, in the environment at that time? And we thought, I'm talking about maybe 15, 20, 20 years ago. You, 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 you didn't know how to. You couldn't, right? But something on the inside was telling me that something is not right. And it wasn't until uh, my, my desire catched up with my, my, my curiosity. Because we can, we can see things from a distance and say, hey, um, something's not right. But if we don't have the desire to know truth, then you never, it's never going to be revealed to you. It's always something that is nebulous over there. Hi, it's kind of weird. And we ignore it. And I believe we're at the stage now where there's too many things to ignore. Too many. The list is too long. Man. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Thank, are you going to be... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, man. No. I, I want to listen for a couple of minutes. I have to go, but I want to hear somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so I'm jumping <laughs> over to Nice in France. So what do you say, Miss Les Yombrou? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say, can I speak about, well, I can, um, thank you for having me. Nice meeting you, um, others who are, who have already spoken, Dean and everything. 
Um, from what I have seen, um, as he said, it's true. A lot of what we do is a part of culture and not necessarily a part of the word of God. Growing up in Jamaica and experiencing church in another country has made me see that not only in Jamaica do we practice that, but in other countries as well. 100%. You understand me? So I do, so our culture in itself, and not only, even if we come outside of the church, we see in other religions as well, where culture is a big part. It plays a big, a huge part of religion where it's not supposed to be. You read the verse earlier when where, where Jesus said in Mark, in what, Mark 7? Where he said that because of your traditions, because of your cultures, the word has become null and void. It is ineffective. And that is what we have failed to see. The, uh, we, we are so embedded. The culture is, has become so embedded in us, in whatever, in how we live yeah. our Christian life in the church that we cannot even tell the difference between what exactly the word of God says and what culture really is. So that is where I'm at. For example, when I used to grow up in Jamaica, <clears throat> the culture was that when you go to a church of God, a New Testament church of God church, you know, you have to wear your long skirt, you have to cover your arms, you have to cover your head to make sure that, you know, you have this image of being holy. Imagine you have this image of being holy. That does not mean that you are exactly holy, but you have to keep the image that is so embedded in our culture and it's so in the world where you have to keep an image. And it has become a part of Christianity where everything becomes a cover-up. Nothing is real anymore, but everything becomes a cover-up. But it is also the same here in France since I've been here. Even though French people are more... They are not conservative at all. Jamaica is way more conservative than France. We um, French people tend to bend the rules more, but... Their the, the, how they practice their culture is also a part of the church. They're not they're not necessarily churchgoers, and they're not they're not afraid to hide it. They're not afraid to tell you that they don't believe in God. They're not afraid to tell you that hey, God, for me, God does not exist. And um, we as a people, we have to start realizing that our culture. We have to put our cultures aside our own beliefs, our own traditions, our own system of morals. As God said in his word, do not be conformed to this world. You are of the world, but be not of this world. We have to understand that the culture that we are supposed to take on is God's culture and what he has says in his word. So we have to learn to put ourselves aside and take on the culture of God. So I, I'll open with that. Wow. Wow. That is so true. <laughs> Mr. Chris, the... The, the 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 great man man look at the man table man my god almighty the amount of something <laughs> you made with him ten with one dozen bible <laughs> yeah what you say about that chris yeah unmute unmute yeah and you're mute yes thank you so much again for having me and and let me just appreciate <sighs> everyone that is on as well i can't wait to hear the other views now just bear with me a bit um as uh Mr. Bridgewater uh, rightly said, we have to open with the definition of what a culture is uh, in order to know how to proceed. I was doing some background research and I was looking at culture and tradition. And, and listen to this, listen to this. Tradition is the, the transmission of customs or belief, facts or anything else passed down 
through generations. That's tradition. Listen to mm-hmm. culture. Culture is, is, this is all the ways of life. Notice the word there, all. All the ways of life, including arts, beliefs, and institutions of, of a population that is mm-hmm. passed on from generation to generation. Now, both of them are basically saying the same thing, but as you go deeper, you find out that you use the word tradition on a smaller scale and you use the word culture on a larger scale. So you will mm-hmm. find people saying, um, this is our family tradition on a smaller scale. When you talk about culture, you notice in the definition, it says population. That's like a whole country it speaks of. Now, let me share something with you that might be a little bit different from what we have heard so far. One, we have to establish that culture is a good thing. Culture is necessary. We need culture. Culture um, helps us uh, in somewhat to understand roots, where you're coming from, society's norm. Culture is not a bad thing. Culture is a good thing and we need culture. The next thing, it is going to be very hard to separate culture from church. It is very hard to separate culture from church. Watch this. When the church started in the early days, it started in houses. They had synagogues, but most churches, after we were persecuted, uh, they started having them in houses. Now watch this. Each house has its own tradition. And you would consider it the church. So watch this. In my house, when you come to my house, I'm going to ask you to take your shoes off. I'm going to ask you to wash your hands because it's just something with my family. And because you're coming into my house, this is my tradition. So we, um, you take your shoes off, you wash your hands. Um, we recite something at the door and then we go in. If I should start a church, a larger church, that comes with me. But that did not come from scripture. That's just a tradition I have in my house. And then it spills over into the church. Listen to where we're having the issue. Why why we have to be having this discussion uh, even today. The scripture says it rightly. Because... Man has allowed tradition and culture to supersede the scriptures. We are now in the position that we're in. If you read the scriptures carefully, gents, um, brethren, Jesus was not saying away with culture. He was not saying away with tradition. The problem he was having is when we cause culture to supersede what the word says. And that, because if, when you go in scripture, Jesus himself adhered to the culture of the land, as long as it didn't clashes with the laws of God. He adhered to all of them. But the minute you start to make culture and tradition a priority, know, huh? then it becomes a problem. And that is what the scripture was speaking of. In those passages, and I'll stop there and allow somebody. To I, I, I have to go, but I, I I gotta respond to you, Chris, quickly. And yes, I know Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, we have to also concede that there is bad culture. 
Not all culture is good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All okay, culture is not good. So, so as you say, right, the culture of a man's house mm-hmm. can be good or can be bad. Correct? Yes, yes. The, the culture we decide to bring into the church mm-hmm. on that same, that same um, uh, example is also our choice, right? Yes. Where the rubber hits the road for me is that as a child of God over time, I'm supposed to know that which is good, that which is, that which is not good. I'm supposed to know that which I can do in my home, good mm-hmm. or not so good, mm-hmm. and what I should bring into God's church. And by the way, there should be no difference if you ask me. If I can do it in my house, I should be able to do it in church. Tanisha, am I lying? I'm not lying, right? No, 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 you're not lying. Uh, guys, I, I I love this. I have to go. I have another one. I wish I could say. <laughs> Thank you. I have to, I have Thank to you, go. I have to go. But we do it again, yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Thank you, Dean, Thank for sharing. Well, we thank Dean for having chimed in. You know, he has to go on another platform. But as to relate to what Chris saying was saying, we're going to get to Vanessa. If I think Vanessa has some things doing in the background with kids doing stuff. But and, and welcome, S8. I don't know who is that, but the person is on listening to. But let me say this. Um... I understand it is everybody have so you have culture, then you have subcultures, and then you have sub subcultures, you know. So so because Brampton's culture is different from Scarborough's are, are and, and culture has to do with an environment. Uh Jesus said it this way, um Paul said it this way that we rest not against flesh and blood, and we have to understand that spirituality is also cultural, but we rest against mm-hmm. principalities, powers rulers of darkness spiritual wickedness in high places and if you understand the idea of that paul was using um the idea of of ranking to you know that's like a ranking you know army an army we are in a fight and he's talking about principalities and powers and so you're talking about the bigger culture then you have another sub you have a you have a we call a commander then you have a lieutenant then you have a you know different 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 cultures so you have a big Canada that has a big culture, but then you have provinces in Canada that have different culture again. And then you have subculture, subcultures within the provinces, you know, but, but, but ultimately all of the cultures are influenced in the great deal by the bigger culture, by the Canadian culture. And so as a church, it doesn't matter our subcultures, our subcultures has to line up just like any government all of the provinces have to line up in no matter how far we have our differences and different we have to line up with the culture of the can of the general country you can't we can't deviate from the so you have service canada and service Ontario, ontario but service ontario is a part of service canada and then you have then you have service quebec and you know different areas but everybody is linked together and it goes back up to the head that everybody aligns with the general idea the principles of the country runs the whole country yes we have little differences how we socialize in different places but ultimately we are all canadians and we are and we are we are communicating as canadians and we are communicating within the one system though we have different culture the problem is is that you have different cultures so the catholic church 
behave different from the church of God, different from the Presbyterian, different, you know, the different cultures. But many times we disagree. And then you're asking the question. We, the only commonality with all Christians, quote unquote, is that we worship God or Jehovah. But then we have our own belief that one, you know, the Jehovah's Witness commander Christianity, you know that? They fall under is a breakaway you know that whether we want to hide it or not they will fall under the idea of christianity even though they are called they believe in jehovah but they say jehovah jesus uh -huh. is not god and they have a different view of jehovah uh -huh. the, the seventh adventists believe in jehovah but they say we worship the wrong day the, the jesus only believe in jehovah but they say jesus no no daddy you, you know, uh, uh, the Catholic man believes, but 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 Mary is 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 some high level something, you know, because she's almost deifying a lot of sin. Um, and uh, Calvinist, there's so many different things that create problem. And I'm sitting here and saying that's why the onlooker look at Christianity and say, I don't want to be a Christian because all of you are confused. Because one man is saying, if you don't go to church this day, you're going to go to hell. One man says, if you baptize in this name, you're going to go to hell. One man is all kind of, if you heat poke, you're going all kind of different things. And you're asking the question, what? And then within our culture, let us talk about church of God culture. We have peer problems in it. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, we are evangelicals. We fall in the culture of evangelicals. And evangelicals have different kinds of evangelicals in it because... And I have a problem that people is gonna tell me to pray in your pray in your prayer language. I asked a pastor, my asked when I just came to Canada, I asked my senior pastor, show me where in the Bible that is. There's nowhere in the Bible to suggest it. There's nowhere in the Bible to tell. Nobody can tell me to pray. And the prayer language is tongue. And the last time I checked, the Bible says pray as the spirit give utterance or you speak as the spirit give utterance and then they're going to use scripture now to say oh um the spirit is subject to the prophet and and use that to say that you can turn on and turn off and it's no longer the spirit giving me utterance the pastor look at chris and say pray in a prayer language and pray chris start to this this the pastor give you utterance not the spirit and 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 when you're in the church now you, you know and you're sitting there like and you hear people say baba 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 and and speaking paragraphs and you're saying is baba 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 giving you all of that paragraph paragraph of different words in it right and you have a whole book of you all you're saying is baba 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 but you're telling me this is what the lord said when i say baba 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 the last time i checked in africa baba would mean father right but baba baba is thus said the lord God is going to move, but it's Baba Baba alone. I say, how you get God is going to move in Baba Baba Baba. And then me come in the culture and hear Baba Baba and everybody in the culture in the same church, Baba 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 Baba. And you're asking, is it cultural? We are learning a way of life. We are learning, we come and we come in the environment that has certain principles and standards and traditions in it too. And I adapt to it. So all of a sudden, when the spirit comes upon me, I'm going to start to say what? And next church in the same culture say da 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 da. And the next church say ka 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 ka. They're doing. They're using the whole of the alphabet. And la 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 la. Everybody and everybody. You know what I mean? And and I'm saying something is wrong, Chris. And 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 Tanisha and Vanessa and and Dean going to listen after. It's true. So we we have we have 
confused our way of thinking, our way of doing things, and took the word of God only for convenience to, to defend what we are doing. When, when, when you read the word of God, it has nothing to do with what the culture is telling us to do that God says, that they are saying God saying. So, 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 Vanessa, I don't know if you can say something. I don't know if you want to say something. But China, but I am, forgive me, I am, I am struggling. Go ahead, yes, Vanessa. I understand. But I, I like how um, Brother Chris just break down the whole thing in terms of the culture, the tradition, you know, starting with the def definition and highlighting that culture is not bad. It's not a bad thing. No, man. Once it contravenes God's culture, it becomes a bad thing. But culture is simply how you live. Not so. It helps to identify you as a people, as a person, right? So, I mean, I remember you made you, you made comment of um, Sister Ogilvy and the, you know, her tongues and listen to me. It is natural for us to be in a church community and that happens. It, I'm not justifying it, no, understand me, because we should speak as the Spirit gives utterance. But it happened. It does. It happened. But we, but, but Vanessa, we qualified and said that the person is filled. Or the person is, we use that answer because the person said, are you, sir? The culture tells you that that's okay. that, that you're going to be Let me use that word. Another person with the same tongues. <laughs> I don't, you try to tell me. Huh? You try to tell me that God can't bless another person with the same tongues. We, can I tell you something? God, God, God can bless you with the same tongues, but guess yeah. what? Not everybody going to get I yourself. God is a God is a language is oh, you know, but everybody start off. Why everybody must start off at I yourself? I yourself. Definitely. Completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> but it is for us. <laughs> it is for us to um appreciate culture, not bash it too much, and everybody must work on their own salvation with fear and trembling before Sorry. Everybody must work on their own salvation with fear and trembling before Almighty God. That's what the scripture says, right? Yeah. That's what the scripture says. So, I mean, the important thing is just to make sure that the scripture always supersedes your culture. Yes. And that's just the important thing to work out. No, I have a little trouble to throw in here, right? Yeah, man. Yes, it's the place of trouble. I didn't find the scripture, I never find it. There is a scripture that I wanted to highlight in Corinthians where Apostle Paul was speaking to the Corinthians and he said, Look here, man, a woman must pray with her head uncovered, and a man must pray with him head covered. Because that is not if that is not the practice of our church. We have no other cultural practice. Fire now. Yes. And uh, I, I, said I, the church now have no other practice. So why everybody not practice that? I love that. I love Go oh, ahead, Chris. Take on that Chris before me respond. Take it on definitely. And and Tenisha, take it on too. I love that. I'm a casual, my head wrap up. No. <laughs> well, I let Chris go first. <laughs> I tell you, 
I th- there's a lot of things in <coughs> scripture that um, was cultural, and because it we perceive it as divine, we embrace it as the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it was actually cultural and more of a custom. But because that part of culture and that part of the custom enhances the gospel of Jesus Christ, we just kind of grab it and hold it and just fuse it and call it gospel. I share this with you. The Bible tells us in Daniel, Daniel uh, 3, that this is when they, they, they throw Daniel in the lion's den. They throw him in the lion's den because on a certain day they said, listen, we don't want anybody to pray to any other God but but the, the image that they have, that that that, that thing there that they, they have there. And and they must just just kind of pay homage to the king. But Daniel refused because he's always praying, scripture says, three times a day. And he went to his normal spot where he prayed three times a day. And they saw him, reported him. And we, if you have read this story, he ended up in a lion's den. Now, if memory served me correctly, there is nothing in scripture that tells me that we must pray three times a day. But... <laughs> Uh, um, hold on, no, no. They're gonna give, they're, they're gonna show you know, something right now. There's nothing in scripture mm-hmm. that tell me. Hold on, no church. We better <laughs> go how culture mash up. We we'll get mash up, you know. There's not. Mm-hmm. I don't go on no Daniel fast. That's Daniel fast. This oh. Daniel fast. Let me hear every year people are do. For me, it's traditional. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is not. I am not saying that you can't follow, but we are doing that. Me always ask Daniel fast. A Daniel won that. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Not only that, there are things in the Bible, Chris, that the Bible says is there's there's prescriptive text and descriptive text. Daniel but, was describing something in the book hmm. of Daniel. Paul and those guys in the in the epistles gave so him say, um, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, or if your enemy hunger, feed him. He was giving doctrinal things. So you must mm-hmm. understand when think when somebody's telling you that this is a doctrine or something that you must do versus I am describing something to you and we must take the principle from the thing rather than, than, than mimicking the thing. You understand me? Because many yeah. times scripture is not about the thing is the principle and sometimes it is both principle and the thing to do you understand me so so yeah. daniel was exactly. giving the book of daniel was giving a principle thing but everybody now take it on every year and go on daniel fast i'm not doing it because i am not me name kent and tracy i am not daniel and then me go take it on <laughs> and mash up myself you know and, oh, and daniel Jesus. fast and people know well enough and people start to dictate how the daniel fast must go you hear the hypocrisy of it do the Daniel fast, but do it based on how you can do it. No, if you're going to if you're going to Daniel fast, you must you must follow it right through. Beans and what is something name? What Daniel do? That you must follow every to the T. The way Daniel do. Yeah, you have to follow everything that Daniel. Don't just take out the 40 days alone. Follow everything. 
Yes. Go, go ahead. You know, on our trouble me and I assist that. No, 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 no. I wanted, to add, I wanted to add something. Yes, the Bible doesn't say that we should pray three times a day, but it also says in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 17 that we should pray without ceasing. So yes. if it is five, six, ten times a day, you, you, you pray your six, five, five, ten Daniel, times a day. Daniel prayed three times, and the scripture said he prayed that based off his culture and his tradition. The mm-hmm. Bible says he kept praying based off his tradition. So exactly. He kept, and I think praying three times a day is good. I don't have a problem. It's exceptional. With it. Yeah. It was his tradition, and he kept it, even though they mm-hmm. had moved him from Israel to Babylon. He kept that tradition in Babylon. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we. But let me ask you. But let me ask you to you. But let me ask you to you know. If I'm going to deal with Jesus, was not Jesus had tradition in him if he was a Jew. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean in Matthew chapter twenty-two, even even the system, the 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 Roman system, he said, Roman um, Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-two, he said, whose face is on that? Give unto That's Caesar true. what is unto Caesar. However, yes. listen to Jesus now. Answering, responding to the Pharisees. The Pharisees, for hundreds of years, believed a certain thing. They, they kept Moses' law. Jesus mm-hmm. came on the scene and liberated the mind. And then Jesus said, my kingdom is that. So Jesus is now giving kingdom principles. So they said, Jesus, what do you think about divorce? Tradition and culture tells you that this is it. And Jesus responded. First thing he said, in the beginning, it was not so. But hear what your culture say, because you see the issue of um, we call it when him say based on adultery. The heart, the heart, the, the adultery, the adultery part. He said you can only divorce except for only divorce. Div, um, divorce only grounds was for the the the, ad, the adultery part, the unfaithfulness. He's not saying that God sanctioned that you know. He says the reason for that is because your heart. So God allow it. Mm-hmm. God hate divorce. Can you say in the beginning it was not so? It started mm-hmm. from the beginning. God's intention for this thing is this way. But because your heart hard, I give you the bill of the I allow the bill of divorce. I know everything in Moses' law, God agree with, but God realized that the people's heart were stubborn. So you have to put some things in place to keep them, you know, you know what I mean, in, in line. You know, so so it's not like God. I, God hate divorce. Divorce is another topic. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. But we could say, but we could say it was the same thing that Apostle Paul did with the Corinthians and in all the Ephesians and the Colossians and the Romans. He put Paul even address it. You know, Paul said because of how they were. Paul addressed it in the First Corinthians chapter seven. Addressed tradition and culture, but then he said, hey, "You can't just divorce like that, boss." No, sir. Yeah, me understand what tradition say, mm-hmm. but the person have to die. In other words, Paul was taking it all the way back to God's intention. Because mm-hmm. if you make your bed, you sleep at night. Are you doing that? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's what Paul is saying. But the tradition say you can divorce for two reasons. You know the Jewish culture, two reasons. Jesus mm-hmm. answered it based on Jewish culture. One billion. I don't remember the person's name, but the two guys had one. One belief was you could divorce or anything if you get up and. Are here no look right again divorce her. And the other one was um adultery and faithfulness, yeah, right? But but Jesus was was responding to them based on their culture. But then he added God's culture in the beginning. 
It was not so. No. God's culture different from what William said. Because your culture and because of your hardness of heart, God allow. I can allow something in a Christ, but I don't agree with it. But I'm allowing yes. it for the peace in Zion. Yes. Yes. You know, not everything that you allow mean that you agree. Yes. I allow because um all things work together for good, in other words, right? So that allow. You know, so 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 the, the, the tradition thing, Vanessa threw this thing in there and she lick and run gone. And so Vanessa <laughs> says she's a lick and run. She oh, lick, no. lick and run. <laughs> she's typing, she's typing in the chat. <laughs> but she's hiding behind the, the the, 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 the keyboard but 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 no, guys I, you know traditions a lot of things that we do you know um i'm i'm, I'm looking at the church and i'm and one question i asked i wrote something down when they start to write every time i get inspired i said if jesus should come for the church now would he recognize it one of them said upon this rock no. i build my church no. um and then i remember Beeson, bishop Beeson saying one long time he said hey a lot of we have a lot of Christians going to hell. A holy purpose. And we're only putting people in hell for adultery and fornication. Because those two we love hit people and adultery and fornication. But you see the foolishness that we are doing, that Jesus had to rebuke some of them. They they uh-huh. the scribe and Pharisee. That's what many of us, our our religious behaviors are going to send us to hell, Chris. Pray for me while you tell me Christian and on a building camp we can start one cut him out show me out. Anyway. Respond, respond. <laughs> guys, guys, respond. I that's me, you know. Um, um, like I said, the key thing here and is is we have cause, culture, and tradition to um so fused with the church that you cannot distinguish. Um, let's use Sister Tenisia word, um, the culture of heaven, you know, the mm. culture of the kingdom. You, we can't see that um, over, and, and when I say I fuse that, you know, watch me, hear me carefully, you know, I hear your Holy Ghost, I hear your Holy Ghost. Amen. The presence of God, I can feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. We have so fused tradition and culture um, into the church that I cannot distinguish which culture is more predominant in the church. And that is a problem wow. that we're here. No, we have it so much, you know, Sister Vanessa, that that even the current dressing that we dress, you, you, somebody said they're going to church and you say, Judgment. Culture used to dictate that you wear certain things, and when culture changed, so what? No, we have changed church. No, so even worship start change. No, I'm, and I'm saying, am I in a rock concert or? And I don't yeah. know. I'm not not exactly. I'm just saying because we lose the two so much. Um, I can't distinguish what is God. From what is culture and it is posing a problem. But 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 brother um Bridgewater said something that is is so profound. And, and because knowledge is eclipsing everything now, it's just that it's the knowledge of the world and not the knowledge of God. But because oh, are, if, if we understand scripture, if we, we study to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth. Then when we see certain things, we we because I'm famous for saying, I love what you just said. 
that is powerful. Can you give me the scripture to, to back that up? And then I have a problem now because now I'm knowing that that's just your opinion. And that that I can't take to the bank. It <laughs> sounds good. It smells good. It looks good. It feels good. God's back it is on it. That's not going to be my number one plan. It's not going to be my number one plan. So, so like, like even Sister Vanessa said that that culture is not a bad thing, you know. It is not a bad thing. And I watch this. I remember um, you said Dean will watch this after, brother. Mr. Bridgewater said that some culture is bad. No, that can be relative. Because watch this. If I go to a country on the um, continent of Africa. And they are worshiping naked. That's how they worship. They worship naked. Um, they don't, they don't come up. They couldn't worship. You, see, you couldn't worship and you would say something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's going to work. It's not going to work. People are walking around with dangling metaphors. No, sir. Lucky like eye. Lucky like eye. But that, to them, it's nothing. That's, that's their culture, and, and it, it doesn't phase them. And they worship God, and, and that's their thing. Other, other, the, 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 and we could go through several different things. In, watch this on the on the continent of Africa and in different places. A part of the culture is that in your first year of marriage, the marriage should produce an offspring. Now, in the Western culture, listen, we say after two or three years, you guys need to enjoy yourself because after a child comes into the mix, then everything changes. Not uh -huh. so in their culture, you know? So in responding to what uh, Mr. Bridgewater said in terms of some um, culture is bad, it is relative because um, some food that I say is bad in some countries that I won't call the name that I would never eat because they're pets, I won't eat them. Your pets. Ah. I oh, you sound like Chinese, so. Oh, you sound like yes, Chinese, so. Oh, you sound like an Asian, so. We caught you, Chris. We caught you. I didn't call any name. And I would think it's... Chris, Chris signaled pause. We, well, until in pause, they come in and know what happened. But we, we're going to start Chris out when Chris starts out. But, 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 guys, I, I you know culture it, this is my thing culture must not dictate to God, to christianity our god's business our kingdom business kingdom must dictate to culture when jesus came he was using kingdom principles to influence the culture so 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 jesus was using his pers god's perspective so yeah you're back yeah yeah so we're saying jesus realized that these guys were traditional and cultural right and hear what he did he said all right what's the ten commandments tell me what the ten commandments is because he's reshaping the culture to line up with god's culture hear what he said the guy said you know you know the sabbath day to keep it holy and all them things i hear jesus all right let me tell you what the commandment is love the lord thy god with all thy heart summarize now you know, and love your neighbor and if you do these two things you will have fulfilled the ten Yes. The, the, the essence of God is loving him. And if you love him, you will love your your fellow man. You're and if you love people. your fellow man, 
it's it's you you can't separate you can't love people and don't love god and you can't love god and don't love people you, the two have to go into one so she just said so it's reshaping killing all the nuances of sabbath um food and all your heat and the day and and uh, uh, he kill all of that um everything he, they have jesus um what are you doing do you eat any sabbath jesus just say um if your donkey drop in the hole they're going to leave him there and then he reminded the guys of of David, who he remember this. You remember David went into the temple and he ate the two birds when he was hungry. Mm-hmm. You remember that Jesus was telling them, "You guys are, are warped. You guys have become so entrenched in your interpretation of what God is saying versus letting God interpret Himself to you, and then you know you abide." So we are interpreting. The problem with the world is that we are interpreting God based on our tradition, based on our norm. So the, the Asian man interpret God as Buddha. He's interpreting God enough. God revealed himself. He said, oh, you're a Buddha. The, another set of Asian man inter- interpret God as Krishna in you. Another set of Asian interpret God as Allah. You, you, you get me? Say? Another set of Asian, um, Shinto, you know, different places in the West now, we know I interpret God at all. So we say there is no there is no God. There is relativity and <laughs> and and science supersede. So so we are interpreting God. And when mm-hmm. we can't interpret God, we say there is no God. Because because it has to filter this God again. It has to filter through our understanding of God versus God revealing Himself to us and we telling people what God really is. Versus say, I think God is this. You know, and, and that is what is happening. If God is outside of what our culture is, we say is not God. And that is the problem, Chris. If God show up yes. in some culture, they must, if God real oh, God, Jehovah, show up in any even our religion. We say Jehovah, one man say Allah. If you go, if you go to Middle East, dear God is is Allah, and you cannot tell that man that he's not worshipping the right way. Philosophy oh, yes. and culture. I, I, I can speak. I can speak to that one as well. Because of Canada, there is it's six Canada not believe not like God. No, friends not like God either. Canada do, even yeah, have, I like Chris, Canada does not like God. No. When when you when I come off the plane in Jamaica, when I went back to Jamaica the other day, and you feel like you're a pastor, when you come and say me and Tim Martins, the man who take out Tim Martins are the same. Nobody, you are no different. Reverend, you could have no. named Reverend, Bishop, Doctor. <laughs> they, those things are only relevant no. amongst us. But when you come outside, the man is, oh, you're a pastor. Oh, yeah. yeah just like a CEO. It's just true. like a. Um, it's true, Pastor. It's, it's true, Pastor Tracy. Because even sometimes the members of your family, even over there, for example, he would be called Kenton by even his mother. They're not, they're not even your family respects the fact that you are, you are, you you are a man of God and you are, mother, you are from the flock. My mother does. My mother cuss me and my mother can't get along with that. Exactly. Honestly, I can't tell them a story. Why? My story is a book. <laughs> she was there when I got baptized <laughs> the night. So. Yes, so I'm telling you guys, it, it, the tra- I believe I have come to, un- and that is why they're going to throw me up because a lot of things that I'm seeing, you know, Christmas, even Christmas, I'm getting stressed about. Ah, oh, Christmas, that's my favorite. Yeah, I'm stressed out. And if you're not follow, I remember one time I was preparing a Christmas program and the guy said to me, the people said, Ah, oh, Pastor Tracy, because 
they wanted me to do pure Christmas carols. So I said, the Christmas story is about the love of God, God coming down to save us, right? So I'm singing song like, the love of God in Christmas. They said, no, that's not Christmas. I'll, you must find joy to the world. Why? Why Christmas look bright light? There was no bright light. The biblical version of Christmas, different from our version of Christmas. It's not pepper light and marinade. No, it was them did a look for Jesus to kill him. It was chaos. Why we make it look nice? The Christmas story is not a nice story. Jesus maybe because maybe because it's joyful for us that he came. No, right. it's joyful. It's right. joyful. So is this, it's joyful, it's, but we, but we come even if we even if there the was chaos. Even no. if there was chaos in his time, for us, it's not chaos. It it's the best it is it's not the best a, thing. It is not a commercial thing. It must be Tanayaya. Christmas is about um, reflection. Tanayaya. And, and, and stop and stop. Give Hydro one and JPS on the, on the money when the light bill run up. And go cook turkey and broke on the pocket and trust because you want your house to go. And after Christmas, December, then bail if come your house, gonna take out back the same thing. But you trust because you want to look good like the uh, <laughs> idea killing us and, and you wear red and white. Uh, why red and white? What's the difference between red? If you wear red and white Christmas, why no. you wear red and white again eat um Valentine's Day? So why different? Let's see red and white. No, <laughs> it's not that it's the idea of um it's the idea that Christmas is, has no longer lost its meaning because it has become culturalized, as we can say. I can understand when, 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 um, what's his name? Brother Bri- Bridge, Bri- Bridgewater. 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 He must I remember the bridge. <laughs> when Brother Bridgewater said that, some cultures are bad some cultures are good what i'm not as 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 um as brother chris said i'm not going to say that some cultures are bad but there are some cultures that challenge rather yeah. Mm-hmm. the word of god and the scriptures and what have what 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 is happening now is that what i i can only speak from what i see and where i live for example, in France, Christmas has become very commercialized, whereas they no longer speak about the meaning of Christmas. Because even Muslims who don't celebrate Christmas, they know when they come in France, they actually celebrate Christmas. They carry their children to the Christmas market. They take pictures in front of Santa Claus, uh, in front of the reindeers and all of that. So for them, this is what Christmas is all about. But one other aspect I would like to say, there are some parts of culture that is easy. When we talk about food, when we talk about modest dressing, when we talk about the language, when we talk about the currency that we use, the, the type of work that we do, these can be um this can be assimilated with the gospel message without also losing. Yeah. losing the essential yeah. the, the the principles of the word of god but as if we dig a little deeper let me go to the continent of africa because we love to take i'm going to take one example from the continent of africa and one from the the western culture in africa the principle where culture has it that a man can be married to more than one wife uh-huh. I'm going. I I have friends who are from poly. How you say? How you say it? relationships. Whereas there are ten in the family, and the man has four wives. First wife, second wife, third wife, fourth wife. And they are shocked that I find it weird. I'm like, how is it that your father is a is a pastor and him and he has four wives? How that come about? Him a pastor? Ah, 
there are Christians in the church like that can Africa, be <laughs> well, I have a lot of Nigerian brothers who, not only Nigeria, but you have, I know people from Congo, Burkina Faso, I know people from Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Senegal, I guess. We also have a church in Senegal, Gabon. We, I know people from um, Kenya, Tanzania, um, South Africa, Mozambique, Uganda. I know people from... Um, Congo, ADSA, and Democratic, People's Re- Democratic, and the other Congo. I know Congo. people from yeah, all Democratic over. Republic of Congo, this it's year. Equatorial yeah. Guinea, and it's almost the same culture everywhere. But let me ask it's you this. Let me, let me tell you this. Why? But let me tell you this. I'm, we, you know, Christmas, and, and I, if I'm questioning a lot of things too. Historically, Chris, <clears throat> Christmas on the 25th was paganism. Mm-hmm. That they, Easter yeah. in April come from paganism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. we attach something. So in Christmas, people, the, the more that culture, it was people used to worship the sun, God. But the Christian latch on to it and say, you know what, we're going to invade that, that culture and say, worship the sun of God. Okay. Yeah? Let us even go to the Lord's Supper. When we have a big problem with me, I struggle with that one there too. Why do we make, the Bible said the body which was broken for you and the blood which was shed for you. Why do we make that, let it feel like the body was broken only for a real Christian? Why when an unsafe come into most Lord's Supper service, him feel like he's the wickedest person? And then they're going to quote 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as a year. Some people, if you're not saved, you can't take the law. Well on, well on, well on, well on. First, who says, may always ask the question, Chris, why didn't Jesus tell Judas, you're not, you're not, don't take it, Judas, because <laughs> you're going to kill yourself and you're they going them, to betray me. <laughs> Why never but Judas, but Judas, but Judas never commit the sin yet. He went holy at that time. Jesus tell them before that one of you going to betray me and one going to him. Tell them. But Judas never knows that him. No, but what I know, whether I never know that him, say, why he never say, all right, the person, Judas, are you are going to betray me? So you what? Don't take it. And 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 Peter, you going to deny me, so don't take it. And and disciple, um, Thomas, you go and deny me, so I mean, it wasn't me. So, so you don't take it. You know, he's the first shaggy. And and the rest of the disciples, you must not take it because I going to abandon me. Why did Jesus exclude them? And therefore, when you look at the large supper context of Jesus' context, everybody was inclusive. No, he's saying, all is welcome. All is welcome. But mm-hmm. our version of the large supper, only some of us are welcome. If you're not born again, you sit down. Or if, you're not, if you're not, you not know, we even stipulate. And then we quote but, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and say, oh, the Bible says um, that, you know, if you eat condemnation unto yourself. And we don't, we take even a text out of context to know that some people come and come, some people were, come, were, were doing it because they were hungry. Uh-huh. It's a belly full thing. 
Yeah. You know, and and Jesus said, be, and and, Pete, and and Paul was saying, be careful, because this thing here is about salvation. It's about the love of God, not a belly full. It's not a is not a a buffet. Yeah. But we take that to say, you know, because it looked this way, we start pay, we let people feel condemned. If you're going heat damnation, if you take it, and you're not saved. I rebuke that. I come against that. It's not biblical. Jesus never in the body which was broken for everybody. The blood which was shed for everybody. No, the, we must make that supper feel that uh, you are included, boss. It's a moment of reflection, boss. You can be a part. God love you. Not as we start talk about it, the Virgin field condemned. Because none of us in there are worthy. Not one of us. None. Why do we think that we're more worthy than the unsaved? No. The body was broken for everybody. And that's where I am struggling. Whenever I do Lord's Supper, the last time I did a Lord's Supper in Jamaica, a guy boxed it from the church before I came there. I knew the guy before I went to the church, the pastor. When I got there, I asked him, where's the young man? Two years now, I'm not coming to you. I mean, I go find the young man. in commit adultery, I heard. I found the young man, invite him to the service. And the day uh, it was Easter in 20, 2016, before I came here, I came here 2016. I said, I invite him. I said, and I, I said, church, I'm going to let this guy be a part of the Lord's Supper because the blood washed and the guy start cry and repent. Everybody was shocked. The adultery backslide. But we invite him because the body was broken for him too. It's a moment of repentance. It's a moment that say, hey, God love me. But everybody head starts spinning when we do it. Because he, oh pastor, some people in their mind, they read their spirit, the spirit, make you hear them. Can you make that a wicked man, adulterer, take it? Huh? The spirit should be saying, how come you are take it too? <laughs> God sin, cast the first stone. Uh, Vanessa, mm-hmm. I want to pray for me. This is my struggle <laughs> in the church. Tradition is killing us. Wow, I've never heard that 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 you know the way how you put it. I've never heard it like that before. It is it is food for thought. But I would want um, Minister Chris Brown to speak to it because I know you're a thorough man, you know. So go ahead. I think I think what Pastor Tracy is having the difficulty with, and I understand and I share your sentiments, but I think most time it is just bad interpretation. And, and you notice we have a hundred and more churches and we're all reading one Bible. We're reading one Bible, but yet still we have a hundred and one churches. It is just a hundred and one uh, different interpretation and each man builds a church of his own interpretation. And so we have unsaved saying, how do I choose between 150 churches? How, where do I go? So we have the people confused, but it is just bad interpretation. And I and I and I I agree with what you're saying, Pastor Tracy, when you said that the blood, uh, the body was broken, you know, for us, and and the blood was shed for us, and and Jesus Himself said, "Do this in remembrance of Me." And when the Scripture speaks about eating unworthily or drinking unworthily, it is just saying that if you only come because you're here, we have broke bread and drink wine, and you're hungry. That is not the essence of what we are doing here. The essence of why we're here is to remember what happened at Calvary. And it should bring us to a place where we reflect and embrace what Jesus Christ did on the cross. 
And if somebody is within our congregation or within the midst of us and they don't know what Jesus did and that he did it for them too, then we should educate them on it so that the next time they are going to be in a setting like this, they know exactly what we're doing and why we are doing it, you know, but not to shun them. I have yet to read anything, any book, and I have read a lot of books um, that tells me that when the scripture speaks of if you eat unworthily or drink unworthily, it is because you are not saved. And if anybody has any knowledge, any book, uh, any reference to where scripture says that eating unworthily or drinking unworthily is referring to whether you are saved or not, please do tell me. I would like to educate myself on it. But I think the Lord's Supper is for everybody, both saved and unsaved. I know in my local congregation, when we are doing it, we never make reference to uh, eating unworthily or drinking unworthily, but we give everybody the option to choose if they want to partake in the Lord's Supper. And then each man or woman is of their own volition to say yea or nay. You know, and that's where I stand on the um, the Lord's Supper one. For, for Christmas and Easter, uh, we now know that um, that wasn't the day and the day emerged out of a, a paganism thing for both Christmas and Easter. But this is what I'm saying. When I think about it, this is what I say to myself. If I don't worship Christmas or if I don't do Easter, does that mess up my salvation and my relationship with God? Uh, so so I, I think about how much priority I put on making, because that almost, if I pay um, a lot of attention to that, that one Christmas started out of a pagan thing and, and, and the 25th of December wasn't the exact date, if I start placing more attention on that, trust me, it is going to cause my eyes to, to, to be moved off the cross. And the enemy likes that. And that is why we have people um, that are saying, if you don't worship on one day, then we don't think you are saved. The scripture tells us that let no man deceive you with new moon celebrations or feasts or anything like that. Anything like that. What is paramount is your relationship with God. And, and because these things are trivial to me, it's trivial to me. Um, I don't let it remove me from my priority, which is my relationship with God and what God has called me to do. Because if I, if if your birthday was January first, January first, but for some reason or not, or not, everybody celebrates your birthday on the February first. Fine, we would love to do January 1st, but if it is February 1st, we are celebrating your birthday. The essence is that we are celebrating your birth. Not that, well, we missed the day and you know what? Let's scrap it. No, we are celebrating 
your day. This is the day. And we know, like you said, Sister Tenisia, um, it might be a somber time. It might be war and, and they were seeking to kill uh, Jesus, we know, like Pastor Tracy said. But it is just the initial stage of salvation plan. Hallelujah. That, that we're celebrating that God left heaven and came down to reconcile man to himself. And that is what we're celebrating. Uh, other people can make um, a big deal out of the day and all of that, but I refuse to be sidetracked with that. I just want to stay focused on the essence that God came. For God so loved me and you and all of us that he came, you know? And that is what I celebrate. I, I see the commercialized thing, but I, I try to educate as much persons as we can, as I can, you know, and then I keep it moving on. But I cannot allow myself to get caught up in, in, in the, the back and forth on it's not the right day and it started out of, you know, and that's what I, I have on that one and that one. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you totally, um, um, brother Chris. It's the essence of of, of what the the day really means. It's not so much if really and truly Jesus was born, um, on December twenty five, which we know is not so because it wasn't in the winter. It's not yeah. so much as if he, you know he was crucified. It was supposed to be in March, you know, um, or, or April. The essence is commemorating that Jesus Christ came to earth to con flesh so that yeah. he could um, bear our sins and be that propitiation, that offering, that sin offering, so that we could be reconciled to God. That's the essence Guys, guys, we have a, we have we have got to my daughter and, and help out with my daughter. Cause, and then this one, this this part, this, 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 I, I scheduled it for a certain amount of time. It's all finished, but they will just wrap up and roll up. I just mm-hmm. run around there so, to help out with my daughter, you know, as a baby and my daughter. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, you know, family. So, so guys, I think we need. I, I think we're gonna need a, another part of it because Dean won't want to be a part of it. I think he's. But of course, we have certain aspects that we haven't touched on. Yeah, we dressing, have to have a part dress, And I'm gonna invite back everybody. Style, all of them, something there, and, and yeah, man, we have uh, to, Yeah, I hope there's something happening in the place that I am struggling with. And I am at, you know, it I'm I'm really perplexed about and I'm, it it affects it it is making me evolve, but it's affecting me to 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 function in certain contexts, if you understand, because I'm when I walk into it, instead of trying to seek God, I am looking at it and saying, why? Why am I in this? And I and one, I don't want to look queer and weird, if you understand me. You know, based mm-hmm. on how the context and the culture think I should be behaving. But but guys, we go have a part two. Um mm-hmm. and, and 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 so let us let us prepare for another we're going I'm gonna schedule it. I'm gonna let you guys know how we're going to proceed that way because I have to go be with this, you know, this girl out there. Um I'm going to ask um Nisia to close in prayer. You are you pretty last time? No. So, Tennis, let us close in prayer for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
let us all bow our heads almighty god we thank you for this very moment that you have allowed for your people to come together oh god just to try to discuss your word just to try to to seek your truth almighty god i pray god that as we go our separate ways that you will continue to lead us in wisdom that you will continue to give us understanding more of in your word more of you almighty god in the name of jesus god bless the lives of each and every persons that were connected tonight or today whatever time it was during our time zones but to almighty god as we seek to know you more as we seek oh god your presence more i pray that you will be with us i pray that your presence will continue to sit with us in the name of jesus i pray amen amen Amen. Amen. God bless you. We want to thank Vanessa in Jamaica. We want to thank Tunisia in France. Chris up here in Scarborough and Dean in Kitchener. Uh, Thank you all for, uh, in his absence, thank you all for joining. We're going to be scheduling another one. And definitely, this is a very hot topic, very high, man. Ah, yes. Talk about uh, so many things to cover because we have to come, you know, we have to clear the air. And you know, and just try to help each other. Iron sharpened iron. As you can see, Pastor Tracy is struggling and acting. Just pray for me while I pray for you. God bless you. This has Amen. been your boy Pastor Kenny with my friends on Church Uncensored. See you and listen for listen now for the next episode. Peace. We're out of here. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Make sure you guys are on again, okay? Sister Vanessa. Yes, please. Let us see. Let us see how that works.